welcome to another episode of the Creative Spin Podcast. Buckle up, you're in for a show. Welcome to another Creative Spin Podcast and uh, once again, we have Penny. What's been happening in the financial world and see if we can, you know, help the people watching and listening to us. Um, what's been going on since March? Because that was more or less when you were here the last time. It, yeah, it really was. So, um, you know, since March, we, we now have governments paying people. Mm-hmm. Um, we have countries, including our own at all time, high deficits. Mm-hmm. We have banks covering people's mortgages and helping them defer them. And we have uh, governments printing money and, uh, you know, pumping it into the system and, and buying assets and keeping interest rates low. So that's where we're at. How much has or is this going to affect our future when it comes to our finances? Like, is this going to be, are we going to be in, in deep um, in, in, in a year or two from now? Or what's your crystal ball say? <laughs> My crystal ball. I'm, I'm. I like practicality. I'm a practical person. Okay, no Chris, throw um, a crystal ball off. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. You, you got to look at it from from a long term perspective. And yes, short term, we're still not out of the woods. We're not in recovery mode yet. We're right now. We're in more of a stabilizing mode. Mm-hmm. So in order to recover, you need to have some kind of stable footing to build off of. So that's what's what the governments um, are doing right now. Is is factoring in that level of stability Mm -hmm. and you know within the next year or two i mean yeah the the questions are all going to be you know how are we paying this debt back you know how are we going to recover how are we getting certain things under control yeah because this isn't just a a, a, an issue here in canada i mean we're talking about worldwide and and i mean i'm here thinking now down south to our friends in the states I mean, obviously, their economy affects the world as well. And now, not only the issues of the pandemic uh, going around, but the elections that just happened. Mm-hmm. How do you see the states affecting Canada? Like, how much do you think it's going to affect us here? Um, that's a good question. So, I mean, in the U.S., they have, obviously, there's a lot of global-based companies in the U.S., now, when you're looking at it from a market perspective and, and companies and profitability and how does, that affect, how does that affect our investment portfolios, governments in general don't typically impact the markets and, and companies from a fundamental basis in terms of their, their long-term profitability, their long-term projections and how well they can do. That's really driven by you know, the, the company's corporate governance, their leadership you know, their ability to create sustainable revenue and, and have consumers to buy their products and services. Mm-hmm. So what we look at from, from a U.S. to Canada perspective is from, from a political standpoint, it's, you know, how, how are these countries viewed? Are they viewed as stable? Can they be trusted? Right? Are we looking at from a global trade perspective? So, so the world does have its eyes on the U.S. for some of those reasons. I mean... Uh our borders, right? I mean, that's a big concern as well. How are people moving around things like the exports and imports of between the two countries? That has to affect us quite a bit, right? From from a trade, yeah. From a from a, from trade, a, from a trade perspective, yes. And uh, at this point, I mean, um, you know, they're they're in the middle of a transition mm-hmm. of power. 
um, whether or not people agree with it or not is something it's different. Or, it's, or probably not. I don't know. It's November 11th when we're recording this, by the way. We don't know what yes. the heck is going on in the world right now. They're all There's all of these uh, situations of recounting votes and yeah. like it's such a mess. And honestly, I think it's pretty sad that that's happening that way. Um, but we don't know what's going to happen. So by the time this, this podcast comes out, we just don't know. Or yeah, we? Uh, well, I think, well, I think <laughs> you have to look at it from, from the perspective of, you know, you need to be confident within yourself and how you're going to navigate with whatever life brings us and whatever political party shows mm-hmm. up. So, so in one way, you know what the last four years has been. And so worst case scenario, there's another four years of it. Mm-hmm. Um, on the flip side, you know, you've had the experience of, you know, vice president and president elect now Biden with, you know, how he, you know, conducted himself through the Obama era. And he has a long track record of how he's able to, how he's maneuvered within the political world. Mm -hmm. And that's a positive, right? So at the end of the day, I think people will have a sigh of relief and level of stability if he in fact becomes uh, the 46th president of the United States. So yeah, we shall see. There's there's a level of stability there. However, that doesn't take away the fact that we're in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people that are out of work, don't know how to make ends meet, and there's a lot of work to be done in terms of bringing the economy back to a level of recovery and then really focus on the growth of it. So there's How do you how long do you think that the recovery will take? Um, that's hard to say because again, we we go back to one the 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 stabilizing factor is when there is an effective and easily distributable vaccine, yeah, to protect um, you know the greater part of society. So until that happens, there's we're we're in a tunnel. We see a little bit of light, but we're still in the tunnel. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you touched on the vaccine, Pfizer. Yeah. That's the big news. That was the, the big news this uh, this past week. The big news for now. And for we now. Sa- we saw markets have a level of euphoria with that. But um, again, the markets in general are oversensitive to news, whether it's good or bad. So mm. at the end of the day, the, we need to have patience. We need to see how things play out. And really, I think a lot more work will be done with understanding what has happened in the last year or even into next year. A few years from now, when you're able to look back at it, and really learn from, you know, where the gaps were, how could we do things differently? How can we do things better if there's another, right, pandemic? So at the end of the day, it's everyone's just working with what they know. And you're also listening to science and listening to the right people to help you navigate through this. So but when it comes to the uh, when it comes to the stocks, yeah. right, and and obviously you said it, it it's it, it can be kind of crazy at a point, like something, a news comes out and then all of a sudden the stocks go crazy. Explain to us humble people that don't understand much about finances like me. How does that all work? Like a news comes out and then all of a sudden you hear all these people talk, oh my God, their stocks went crazy. Like, is that the right time to invest? Should you invest afterwards? Like explain to me how this all works. So it's hard to really time the market and focus on what you think you can get out of from a short-term results perspective. Mm. So so at the end of the day, it is long-term strategy. And within your asset allocation and then being strategic about how you're moving in and out of certain asset classes plays a role. But um, 
you know, it's hard to time people's emotions, people's fear and people's greed. Because at the end of the day, the markets are driven by fear and greed. Long term, you see the sustainability of, you know, long term growth and prospects. But, um, you know, it's at the end of the day, you know, my uh, my colleague, Martin Cobb, he's uh, he's our uh, equity strategist. He'll he'll say if we ask him in any given day that there's been this market sell off, we'll go, well, what happened? And he'll say, well, just looks like there's there was more sellers than buyers today. Oh, apparently so. I mean, we even had the bell here. I think the markets are closing right now. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah, yeah but it's, um, it's, I mean, that, that's not the strategy that you advise people to do, right? To, to go into the markets and just try to guess things and no, buy things in all. a rush. Like, what not is the all. best strategy there, for no, someone? There's like, no such thing as buying anything in a rush. Because, I mean, markets and pricing of companies are always going to fluctuate. Yeah. So, so at the end of the day, it's understanding what your plan is, what your purpose is, what your goal is with the money that you are looking to invest in the market and, and identifying what's for a long-term strategy and what you have earmarked for a short-term strategy. So a short-term strategy, meaning you're going to need the money sooner rather than not to purchase something or, or have for, you know, funding your child's education or to down payment on the house or renovations coming up. When it's longer term, that's when you want to look at the strategy long term and how to best participate in the markets and how would you optimize your portfolio to match what you need it to do for you in the future. So there's work to be done there. Um, and it all comes back to just having the conversation, understanding what your needs, priorities and goals are and matching yourself to the right advisor where you're, you're sharing the same values and your understanding and you can align yourself with the strategy or philosophy that they have to be able to offer you. And that's at the end of the day, that's, that's pretty much it. And There's no basically no rushing. Let's not rush into anything. Everyone right? just be patient. Yeah. Simmer down, but you hear that patient. a lot and uh, you hear that a lot. People are, Oh, I, I bought this and I bought that right. and now I sold. And I think that's a, such a, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's such a dangerous game to play because yeah, you might make a buck or two. Mm-hmm. You might get lucky. You yeah. might, you know, just get lucky and, and buy stock low and then all of a sudden sell it and all that. But it's not the right way to do things, uh, I think. I don't know. It's, I'm well, not a gambler. That's why I'm saying that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and I think, I mean, there are people in this world that, I mean, day trading is their job. So, I mean, 100% of their, their day is spent researching companies, understanding the markets, you know, and, and making those plays However, at the, that, the important piece is for those day traders is they actually have in mind what their exit strategy is already. And so it's educated important. guesses, right? Because they, they, they've, like you're saying, like they study yeah. uh, the companies and all of that. So it's, it's a little bit more educated than just somebody just going out of a hunch. Ah, let me do this. Yeah, or my neighbor Joe told me I should buy this stock. I knew Joe was going to um, come in. I knew it. He always does. He always, he always pays us a visit here. He does. Joe. <laughs> Still on to you, Joe. What about uh, Joe's interest rates in the houses <laughs> and all of that? How's, how's that impacting uh, financial situation of people? What do you think? So out it, there? It, it all depends on where you are uh, in your life stage and, and financially. So if you were overly burdened with debt before the pandemic, um, you're getting a sigh of relief right now because interest rates are lower. You're getting relief on your minimum payments, on your interest payments, even mortgage payments. My advice to those that are in that boat is take advantage and pay down your debt mm-hmm. um, and, and get yourself under control from that perspective. For those that are, you know, looking to purchase now, 
it's it's in your favor. Um, however, I would caution that with that, with with low interest rates and easier your your ability to get credit much faster and easier, you know, it helps drive up the prices of the things that you want to buy. So, for instance, housing. So there's been a long term, uh, sorry, a long standing debate with with housing of you know, are we in a bubble? Is it overpriced? Are we going to see some kind of a correction? So you're going to see different pockets in different areas, depending on the demographics and who's suffering, who's not. However, when you keep interest rates low for too long, that is the ultimate effect is it overinflates the price of certain assets like real estate. But in this case, uh, don't you find that more, more and more people are just afraid to invest right now because of the and instability of of the world like so some people are yes they're they're waiting it out because they feel like you know the the housing market might have a slowdown where are we starting to see it in pockets of certain structures like condo buildings mm-hmm. right some people i think this has been their their eye-opening experience of maybe i don't want to live in a condensely populated area where might not be good right now might not be good right now mm-hmm. so then you know you're, you're seeing more more of a change of people going to the suburbs or leaving the city in general i mean this this these last what are we on nine months ten months almost now something from, like from that a pandemic yeah i've lost um, count <laughs> what day is it today i don't know <laughs> every day is the same day guys let's be honest yeah so i mean more and more people even from a work perspective are realizing I don't need to come downtown every day to do my job. I can do it from where I'm at. So there's been a shift, mm-hmm. obviously, in, in lifestyle, work demands, ability to be very flexible with work. So it's different pockets. But at the end of the day, from a fundamental standpoint, and even during the financial crisis in 2008, 2009, with, with Janet Yellen, she also had her concerns with, we can't keep interest rates low for too long it has the ability to create these asset bubbles, these price bubbles. Gotcha. So long standing, there needs to be some kind of change back to a level of normalcy when it comes to interest rates, um, the cost of housing and things of that nature. So, you know, sometimes these are decade long corrections or trend or, or trends. Um, you know, the last meaningful real estate correction we saw was in the early 2000s. So, you know, it's been... 20 plus years since then. So, I mean, it's natural what? to think. What? <laughs> it's already been 20 years. What? <laughs> Sorry, to break, you, you know? Sorry to break it to you, oh, Jamie. Sorry to break it to you, Jamie. You're too much now married fun. with a few kids if you haven't oh. noticed. <laughs> Damn. Okay, gotta go. <laughs> Time flies, you know, and yeah. yeah, you don't even notice it. But speaking of which, we're going to go into a small little, uh, I don't, I'm not going to call it a, co- a commercial break, but it's like, okay. we're going to listen to what our sponsor has to say, and then we're sure. going to come back to a few more questions. How's that? Cool? Works well. All right, good stuff. Today's podcast is brought to you by Workplace One, a company offering boutique private offices, co-working spaces, and virtual office solutions, as well as meeting rooms in the best neighborhoods of Toronto and Kitchener-Waterloo. Ideal for entrepreneurs, companies, and passionate business people. Workplace One is where you want to be with your business. For more information, go over to WorkplaceOne.com. And a three, and a two, and a one, and we're back Hi. again. And we were talking about podcasting while the cameras were off. And uh, let's direct. Now let's get away from the whole financial stuff. 
Well, kind of, sort of. Uh, and talk a little bit about podcasting and a little bit about what you've been doing in social media and all that kind of stuff. Because, you know, this is the Creative Spin podcast and we like to, to spin those creative, uh, you know, blocks uh, around and, and talk a little bit about that. Um, you've been kind of playing around with uh, podcasting, not only here in the Creative Spin podcast, but you've also um, been doing a podcast with uh, Steinberg Wealth. Yes. Uh, talk talk to us a little bit about that. How's that adventure been? Okay. Well, that's been it's actually been uh, a very fascinating and uh, it's been a very enjoyable uh, experience of just you know putting on a different hat and putting together the content and production and directing and some editing with your help, Jamie. Yeah, there you um, go. yeah it's been it's been pretty interesting. So so for those who who don't know, um, Lauren Steinberg Wealth Management. We have a, a podcast. It's more of an audio cast. We don't have video, but it's audio only. Uh, and it's called Navigating the Markets. Um, it can be found on any podcast app that you have. Yep, um, it's out there. Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, um, to name a few. And, um, you know, we're, we're on our, uh, we just uh, finished uh, recording our eighth episode. Eighth episode, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know. And who's a part of this? Uh, let's drop some names here so that. Uh, okay. Um, so the, the usual suspects are uh, Liam Card, our SVP. He's typically our, our uh, 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 the main, uh, I guess, host, if you will, or mediator. I guess he would Mo- be the host, yeah. I guess, I guess so. Yeah. I, I think we don't, I mean, we're not in the show business side of things, obviously. So I think we get, we, we don't like getting too caught up on titles. Well, no, I think but, Liam um, is the host because, I mean, he's the one directing. He's the moderator. Yeah, he's the he's moderator. The, the host I, moderator. I, I believe that if you were in a setting like this, yeah. uh, he would be the one starting off the conversation and, and all of that. Th- so, that's true. Yeah. Right? But you guys are actually doing something a little bit different with the recording. But keep going with the name drops. Okay. Keep going. The name keep drops. Um, yeah. The, uh, the, the usuals. Um, are obviously uh, Lauren Steinberg, our president, and uh, Martin Cobb, our SVP and uh, strategist for equities, and as well as Phil Armstrong, who's our uh, our uh, fixed income bond portfolio manager. So um, we typically have, um, and, and we record, you know, every every month we, we cover off um, one of our strategies, you know, what it's done for the quarter, what our outlook is, and some tips on, you know, how, how you could you know, use some of those ideas or position your own portfolio from that regard. I myself have had my own um, with the company, with um, what it's, we call it, we called it, um, I think the title of it was, um, you know, Can I Retire? So it was myself and my colleague, Dan Thompson. And uh, we spoke about just the main concerns with people that are at or near retirement and um, how to help them navigate through. And what I found I find interesting with um, with how you actually record the the shows is that you know, and this comes to prove uh, people that are, are might might be thinking about starting their own podcast that oh, I don't have the equipment, or I don't have the studio, or I don't have. You can just start it once you have the right information that you want to put out to the world. Just start the podcast. You guys, you know, started this in basically in the middle of a pandemic, uh, but you're you're all recording it on your ends, uh, and then you end up putting everything together, and it's been working great. It's been working well, and yeah, I mean, we all hop on Zoom, yeah, and uh, you know, we uh, we hit record and away we go. All right. So, uh, is it getting easier? I feel like it is. I think we all are getting into a rhythm and a groove of things and, uh, you know, format is key. So I think it, it takes a few rounds about it to really get a, a you know, a, a set format and, and everyone kind of knows their role and, you know, when they need to 
kick into high gear. Well, so. What's been the uh, what's been the the more interesting part of the whole podcasting experience? Editing. It's been editing interesting. Part. Editing has been interesting. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it is because your your podcast, uh, there's a lot of information that needs, obviously, it needs to be very correct. You're talking about yeah. stock markets and you're talking about all this stuff. So you really need to be paying attention. Not like what we do here at Creative Spin. I mean, we're just going with the flow. So the editing on, on my end is actually a little bit less when it comes to that. I mm -hmm. actually like to leave things as they are because that's how I roll. But this is great to showcase how different podcasts can be. You know, you can be a, a more edited, more, you know, everything is, is right. Or you can do something like I do and just start talking to someone and just have that conversation and see where it goes. And now you're actually thinking about doing your own. I am. Yeah. So uh, oh, this is going to be so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, uh, you know, I believe in not only, you know, I, I have great conversations with my clients and even prospects that, you know, make the choice after whether or not they actually want to move forward with me. But, um, you know, there's some good conversations to be had. And I find just a lot of people come in with the same concerns. And, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you've got, uh, you know, a, a few dollars in the bank or quite a few dollars mm -hmm. in the bank. Some There's different levels of complexity, obviously, with what you've got going on. But um, at the end of the day, there's certain fundamentals that I think should be shared. And it doesn't mean that, well, if you don't have a certain level of wealth, you can't have access to the basic recommendations and, and just things to think about when it comes to total wealth, planning ideas, and really understanding where you are in your specific um, life cycle and and level of wealth and maybe help you just just help you focus in on certain priorities that you should be thinking about if not already there's definitely a need for more information when it comes to that uh, I think most people like myself uh, I mean I'm a graphic designer I, I you know finances isn't my thing I, I know how to m create the projects make money and I know that you know the basic stuff if there's enough money in the bank I'm happy you know yeah. that that kind of thing now I don't know exactly all the, the, the details of where I should be investing and how I should be investing. And this is where it's, it's great to be able to, to listen to a podcast and, and get that information. And then, you know what, if you have your own questions, because everything is, you know, everybody's life is very different uh, and, and every detail is very different, then, then you can reach out to, to whoever's doing the podcast and, and find out a little bit more information if, if it's possible, right? Um, but you've also, you know, I've noticed that you, you've been, you've been actually developing a lot of your branding for yourself as well. And how's that been like creating your website and now getting into getting all your social media mm -hmm. going and how has that been? And is it been fun? Is it been, is it been interesting? Is it been a headache? What's your perspective on all this? I laugh because I've already cried. Um, <laughs> Oh boy. No, no, be it's been actually, it's been, it's been a great creative outlet. Cause I mean, um, you know, I just find, I, I don't want to be one dimensional where I only focus on like, you know, the, the planning or the, or the portfolio management and just have some kind of boilerplate kind of ad or branding to it. Like to me, it's, it's very important to really project who I am through my messaging, through my branding. And, um, I, I'm, I've, become very, very, I think more, more just directive on mm -hmm. that. 
And, and I like it. It makes me feel better. It makes me feel like, wow, I'm really showing my true self mm -hmm. to the world and, and, you know, hoping I connect with the right people um, that are drawn to those certain attributes and aspects of, you know, the kind of person they also want to speak with and, and, you know, trust that their, their money is being handled in a, um, in a responsible fashion and, you know, looking for a long-term relationship out of it. What has been like a few of the, uh, tips and tricks that you can put out there for us? Because one of them, uh, I'm actually going to bring one of them up because it was, okay. uh, we actually grabbed your example to do one of our podcasts, uh, oh. which was the photography part. Yes. Um, so uh, on one of our podcasts, we, we were talking about how important it is to be ready for a photo shoot or to even think about a photo shoot, which is something that I know that for me and you might be, yeah, of course you have to do a photo shoot, but most people don't even think about that. They go with the flow, which can work for some people. It works. So they go with the flow, or they use stock photos. Please stop using stock photos. Please. <laughs> it can. It. It's. 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 Uh, yeah. It's one of those. Or things. hey, keep doing it. That's fine. If it's working uh, it's, for you, just keep going. But yeah. you know, you decided to no. I'm not going to go with the stock photography thing yeah, uh, because just, you might I, look like everybody else out there. I just find that it's impersonal. Yeah, and you decided to you know to get a couple of photo shoots um, mm. actually with. Alex, uh, one of uh, the photographers that has been here as well in the creative. It's fantastic. Well, and I will say, I mean, you got to you do your research and, um, you know, gather the right people to be on your team, mm -hmm. right? To make, you know, and have a vision. I mean, at the end of the day, it starts with having a vision. Even if your vision is a little spotty, but you kind of know where the end game is. Yeah. You know, someone like Alex, someone like you can help, you know, fill in some of those blanks and help you just create that, create that vision. No, but, you. but you did an amazing job in, in terms of, um, of being prepared for that photo shoot, which yes. I was like impressed. I was honestly, I was impressed. Like, Let's not disclose all the outfits I brought that day uh, or what, shoes. A hundred and no. Um, or shoes. <laughs> but you came prepared and that's great. You know, I've, I've been at other photo shoots where the person comes in with whatever they're wearing and that's it. The problem with that is that now you're going to have a hundred pictures of the same outfit yeah. over and over and over again. But if that's your thing, and you want to roll that way, so be it. Uh, I wouldn't advise you to do that. But um, you did the right thing, and um, I commend you for that. Thank Very you. good. Very good job, Penny. How was, how was that experience, though? Um, you know what? I, uh, I really loved it. I mean, again, taking directives from Alex and from yourself as well, because, again, this is very much a, a learning and, and growth curve for me as well, not being ever being part of that side. Um, but I think, you know, there's a level of doing what feels right, um, having some common sense. And again, really to me, I felt every time I finish a photo shoot or I don't know, sometimes with podcasts with you, I just, I walk away feeling like, I don't know if I did it, did, did oh, it justice. And then I hear it back and I go, oh, okay. She's a smart lady. She probably yeah, listened to her. That. She actually said a couple <laughs> of things there that were okay. But, uh, no, what I feel, I always feel, um, you know, satisfied and complete once we've finished because um, I've been able to express what I wanted to do mm -hmm. on the creative on the creative side, and and you know being able to capture those certain shots, and you know you guys play ball and you go, okay, let's do this. All right, yeah. let's put it up, let's set it up this way, let's do it this way. So, to me, it's very important just to capture everything that you want out of it. Yeah, and uh, you know then you have obviously lots of options. Yeah, right. 
And and it, for you afterwards, once you get that those images back, and now now you have that raw material that you can go, okay, now I can start posting things. I can start being creative. I've yeah. seen you, I've seen you being creative with like all of these animations that you're putting on. Yeah. Which how's that been with finding apps that that uh, work for you? Trial and error. Is it? <laughs> yeah. You do have to invest some time with the whole trial and error, but um, you know, there's there's surprisingly um, very cheap to free apps out There's there. There's a to lot help of free apps out there that can do a lot of cool things. To help do that. Yeah. And so it's, uh, you know, it's, e but, uh, but you touched on one thing, investing time, investing time. Yeah. And I think a be lot creative, of people, don't be afraid. Yeah. A lot of people think that it's, it's quick and easy. Uh, it will become quick and easy once you learn yeah. how to get all this stuff done. And, and, you know, you have things in place already, yeah. you have your apps in place and you have all of that, but you have to invest quite a bit of time. And this is one of the things uh, I keep telling my clients is that, you know, stop for that one hour and just try to see or at least go see what other people are doing in your field and see mm. what they're doing and then trying to figure that out. I, it, it's so important to do that. Yeah. Especially in today's world where, you know, yeah, we have a ton of different ways of promoting ourselves. But guess what? All of those ways are available to everybody. So yeah, exactly. you're in that one one game um, and one field that you need to really try to um, promote yourself better and stand out from the crowd. And I think doing what you did, hiring a professional to do your pictures, getting a nice website done, trying to promote yourself the way you, you've envisioned it, I think that's the most important part. And I think hopefully people will listen to that and, and follow your footsteps. Well, and I know, and especially within the, the finance field and financial world, I mean, many people... Um, get intimidated with certain advertisements or again when there's use of stock photos and they kind of think oh great now I'm walking into this shell of a company and yeah you know I'm not really sure who I'm going to speak to or so my branding is very much focused on you know you what you see is what you get yeah and showcasing a so face there's someone no, is there right there's no guesswork there's there shouldn't be any kind of intimidation to wanting to reach out to me I'm no different on camera now as i'm here than i am if oh, you're you to pick up the phone camera. over the phone I, i'm gonna hide the camera <laughs> and then you guys i'm gonna post it after the video <laughs> no but uh kudos to you i think you're doing a good job um so. so we'll be here to uh to see what you're doing and to comment here on the creative spin podcast and Excellent. to cover all those things Excellent. penny thank you so much for being here once again and it won't be the last time. You, Thanks for you're becoming me. one of our uh, I'll see regular you later. guests. I'll see you later, Jamie. Um, and and then hopefully we yeah. we can go to your your podcast and say, hey, uh, you know, I know I don't know anything about financial adventures, so can you help me? We could. We could What's almost that? do like a. I'm inviting myself. Did you guys see that? That's see promotion. That? That's marketing right there. <laughs> you guys have to. We blur. can talk about how you can maximize tax-free strategies, Jamie. I oh, feel like there's, okay. there's an opportunity. There's there's something there. Anything yes. else you want to add to this podcast? Not at the, right? not, I think not we covered everything time. today, didn't no, we? No, just uh, you know, check me out at uh, www.pbtotalwealth.com. My social media handles are at pbtotalwealth. And you can check out my YouTube channel, pbtotalwealth. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to do the YouTuber thing. Go check the description below. And subscribe. We'll have, and we'll have all of those links there for you guys yeah. to yeah. click and research and see what Penny is doing. And I'll have the, the camera shots that will be up there. <laughs> All right. Thank you. And I will catch you on the next one.